0: When you wait on permission, all you're Mm. doing is delaying the goodness that you can provide the world, right? No, that's right. But it's just a lot of people waiting on you to really step into that business or step into that Mm -hmm. career or step into that calling, right? Sure. And you don't have to wait on permission. Like the permission, if there is anyone listening, wait on permission, here's your permission.
1: Science, technology, engineering, and math are all great careers, but they're also filled with additional barriers to entry for women, people of color, and other amazing members of our community who have been historically marginalized in STEM. I'm Dr. Pamela McCauley, and welcome to Stepping Up STEM. On this show, I'm having conversations with impactful and passionate leaders making a difference in STEM education, innovation, and entrepreneurship. My guest today is Dr. Nehemiah Mabry engineer, educator, and founder of STEM Media, which provides a community and on-demand STEM career development content to elevate and empower. Dr. Nee, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. I'm oh, happy to be here. Oh, you are welcome. And I think it's so cute that you go by Nee. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. You <laughs> know, like having a name like Nehemiah Maya that people Which don't always. Which
1: is a very powerful name.
0: I'm happy with it now. Yes. I have to be honest with you. But there was a time when I was like, man, I, if something a little easier would be easy to go. <laughs> you know, there was like Neo, and right. some people said Maya. And I'm like, no, nah, that doesn't work. But knee kind of stuck.
1: Nee, that's cool. Yeah. I think that's really cool. No, that's a powerful name. I think there's a lot in a name. Thank you. Let me just say this. I am so proud of you as a fellow STEM person and to see the things that you're doing, the impact that you're having, and the success that you've had personally as an engineer. It warms my heart. I feel like I've had a parallel career, in addition yes. to being an engineer, of uh, promoting yes. engineering and STEM among our of underrepresented minority communities. So it is truly a joy to see your success.
0: Listen, the pleasure is all mine. If I could just get this in there, I think I told you this offline, but I was following you online for a while. I want to be delighted that you are now, you know, in the same community as me now and that we're having this opportunity to even meet and know on more direct level. So, So thank you. It means a lot to me as well.
1: Oh, that means a lot to me. I mean, I have just, again, wanted so much to see this happen, to see the manifestation of knees yeah, who are, yeah, yeah. In, are enjoying engineering For and sure. then inspiring and firing other people up. Mm-hmm. So let's talk a little bit about what got you into engineering. Mm-hmm. You know, as a, a young boy, young African-American, little black boy running around, yeah. did you already know that you wanted to be an engineer when you were a kid or was it science and math? What was your trigger or inspiration?
0: Yeah, that's a good question. So I would say yes and no. No, because I didn't know the term engineering or a career that existed. Of that sort. I think the closest thing I had in mind as a young boy was inventor. And I remember seeing these cartoons of people, you know, in their laboratory doing things and all these different illustrations, right, of the genius (laughs) coming up with ideas. And I had my junk drawer. I tell the story (laughs) a lot about where I had, you know, rubber bands and like Pringle cans and hangers and all this stuff. And in my mind, I was like my lab. I'm going to I'm (laughs) going to make something. Yeah. But uh, it wasn't until probably high school, 11th grade. My dad was like, you know, engineering seems like there's something for you. And just to kind of round out that story, my father actually started engineering when he was in school. And he didn't finish at the time. And so he kind of knew that it was a career path. Mm-hmm. I took his word for it, and he was wow. right. Yeah.
1: Oh, that's fantastic. And then you said, did he get back to engineering? Yes.
0: Yeah, so he went back to school later on in life. And uh, we even had the opportunity to take a class together over the summer.
1: That is so And, yeah, beautiful. it was very
0: full circle. And And, wow. you know, oftentimes it's like... No, dad, don't I don't wanna do what you da, 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 da But you know, he actually did see those gifts and those things in me. Sure. And so he how was correct beautiful. and we both finished the degrees. <laughs> yeah.
1: How widely has that been told, that story been told? That's powerful.
0: I recently began to tell a lot more as the media began to grow and I began to really share and pitch the work that we're doing. Because it's all about, you know, allowing people to see people that they can relate to. Sure. And to achieve things that they themselves aspire towards.
1: Right. That's that's generationally inspiring, 100%,
0: yeah.
1: Because it's talking about how he inspired you as a child or believed in you and saw that in you. Mm -hmm. Even though he didn't finish, but then you started your engineering education. And then he started his and you all take a class because I mean that is amazing Yeah, um, what the blockbusters are made up just, I'm just saying
0: <laughs> well he still is very happy to hear that and he's like you know well, when STEM media really blows up I'm waiting on my cut since you told my story <laughs> <or something. laughs> so I'm <laughs> like alright well, no, STEM
1: media's gonna blow up but why don't y'all pitch it to somebody you know we need, you that need might be a good show that might Seriously. be a good show a
0: movie or something yeah.
1: Yes, yeah. I'm very serious, and yeah. there are so many people looking for good content yes, now. That's true. So, that's I true. mean, Netflix, TDJ, hey, Ministry. What's good? I'm hey, telling you, you know, we got a production. A call, y'all. Yeah, listen <laughs> up, people. We yeah. got a powerful story here we want to tell. Yeah. Okay, so now you start studying engineering. Mm-hmm. What was it like? I mean, because I know my engineering journey had its bumps, its ups for and downs, sure, and sure. a lot of people would have probably quit, but, yeah. you know, I'm pretty resilient, and, of course, my dad and right. my mom were so supportive. Right. But I want folks who are listening thinking about engineering, you know, or who may be having difficulties, mm-hmm. to know, even though the great Dr. Nee mm-hmm. is standing before us, you may have had some bumps, so we'd love to hear a little yeah, bit about yeah. your journey.
0: and I would say, you know, not just probably, but, you know, people actually do quit. Oh, and yes. You know, the numbers are, you know, in the order of about 40% when you talk about Blacks in engineering who start but don't finish for a myriad of reasons, right? We understand that some personal things go on. And then on top of that, it's just hard. And so for me, it was no different. I remember going in classes and literally hearing my teacher, first of all, start the class with the fundamental theory of calculus, right? The fundamental theorem. She used all the technical terms for it. And I was like, where am I? And what planet (laughs) did they drop me off on, right? And that really was my experience because from there, I would really try to struggle even to understand the concepts and to get through your, for us, it was like statics class called Dynamics.
1: Statics, Dynamics, yeah, yes. thermodynamics, you know, uh, all of it. You
0: saw the numbers start paring down. Mm-hmm. And then furthermore, when you are an underrepresented minority in the space, you don't even always have, you know, people that you can easily form study groups with. Or sure. sometimes it doesn't seem like there's really a place for you. So I went through all of that, though I wow. started I started at HBCU and I think for me that was very helpful because there was where I was technically a math major and they were in a dual degree program with the school down the street, University okay. of Alabama Huntsville. But I started at Oakwood University. Okay, Being there you know, really helped to affirm me and, and just the confidence in who I was because as I got deeper into the field and things got more difficult and transferred, I really fell back on just that foundation of really knowing that, hey, I belong here. I have what it takes. I have something to offer. And so really, that's what got me through the difficult times. That's
1: powerful. I have been a part of a lot of like two plus three programs yeah. and, and where you have an HBCU or right. uh, any school that doesn't have an engineering program. Mm-hmm. I know when I was at the University of Central Florida, I wrote mm-hmm. the agreement between UCF and Bethune-Cookman. There University. you go. Yeah. So yeah. I was
0: in a similar program. Yeah, okay.
1: Yeah. You said something that's so powerful, though, how that time at the HBCU, you know, that affirmed you mm-hmm. and helped you. Uh, have that kind of foundation. So when you had those difficulties, Mm -hmm. you know, you had that to fall back on. You know, and I had never thought of that as one of the advantages of a 3-2 program in terms of our plan to increase uh, diversity in in STEM engineering. Mm -hmm. So that's another story you need to be telling. That's (laughs) another
0: story. And they need to hear that. Those who fund and really make that happen. Yeah, Yeah, that's a value.
1: And I'm telling you, I am... Always transparent about my challenges. I was talking until one of my interns. I have a couple of interns at work in my company. Yeah. <laughs> Yesterday, we were having a Zoom meeting and so I was asking them how school was going. They're both industrial engineering and one of the young men, he said, well, I had to retake Calc 2 yeah, this yeah. summer. He said, but I'm, I'm carrying an A now. I said, yeah. listen, I said, let me tell you this. I said, you all know that I have a bachelor's, master's, and PhD. Mm-hmm. I said, but the hardest class I ever took mm-hmm. in my entire engineering education was Calculus 2. Man, let me oh, tell you. Oh, my Lord.
0: Yes, yes. It Pamela, ate my lunch. Listen, I have a short story about that, too. I remember one night I was studying. It was Cal 2 with my study partner. I was so frustrated because I couldn't get the homework. We spent like almost all night. I walked out of the library, and out of frustration, I just threw my keys. I was just so <laughs> mad. I just threw my—I mean, my car key was on there, my dorm room key. And oh, bless your I, heart. And in my mind, I'm like, I'll, I'll go get it. I couldn't—to this day, I don't know where those keys are. <laughs> I couldn't even get back in my dorm, all because of the frustration from Calculus, too. calculus I'm, I'm telling you. Telling
1: you. Three was so easy, yeah. Like, it's like they did their on like, I, I know. And so, all of those people who might be struggling with calculus, do yeah. hang in there, hang in and there. And I said, I don't am throw your not, keys, oh, don't, don't <laughs> throw your keys. And I said, I am not giving up my engineering education because this is one course. But let me tell you what, sister got a tutor. There you go. Okay? And I got in some good study groups because my friends and I I was studying with, we didn't know know nothing. I said, I like y'all. We're going to have to get together after the study
0: group. For sure. So
1: uh, if you're having those troubles, hang in there.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And you learn a lot just again. In those study groups outside yes, of class. Yes, absolutely. You know, you learn a little bit from your classmate. Your classmates share a little bit with you, and then yep. you, you're better off. Right absolutely. Yeah.
1: And then you find somebody who took the professor the semester yep. before. Yep, yep. can tell you what to expect. So, yep, yeah, so yep. we, we got these strategies there. There you down. go. You need it. You need it. <laughs> okay, so, I mean, we could talk for a long time about that, but yeah. let me get some other things. Now, understand you have some relationship with NASA. Yes. Yes, yeah, so would love to hear more about how did you get to NASA, mm-hmm. what you learned there. I mean, what was it like to be a NASA engineer? Yeah, no, that was
0: fantastic. So it started when I first got introduced to engineering in 11th grade when okay. my dad recommended I apply for this Your NASA, dad again? My dad again, right? Summer High School Research Apprenticeship Program. Okay. I went and applied for Wow, it S- high school? High You're school, still- 11th grade. Do yeah. they still have that? I don't know if they have that particular program, but I believe they still have high school opportunities. Okay, yeah. fantastic. I loved it. You know, I enjoyed it, got a little money in my pocket and got introduced to the wire world of engineering, electrical, wow. mechanical, aerospace and chemical, like so much. So much so, Pamela, that the next summer I actually was like, hey, I know you all don't have a program for me. But can I just come out and volunteer? I'm emailing everybody that wow. I'm
1: you did have a good time. You all oh, volunteer. Enjoyed it. Yes. Yeah,
0: because I was working another, like, just a regular job that summer before college, but I was still volunteering a few hours in the NASA labs. Mm-hmm. That really set me up now because from there I was able to then go into sort of a part time scholarship program or an intern program on the college level. And then, roughly towards the end of my undergrad, I had a great mentor there, Dr. Curtis Banks, shout out to him, Mm -hmm. who said, why don't you just work for us uh, part-time? You know, we can get 30 hours a week or something like that. Wow. And that kind of parlayed into, like, just having a a job there at NASA for years, and it led to even funding my graduate school education.
1: Listen to this. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Well, the folks at NASA must be so proud of the investment that they made in you. I appreciate
0: them so much. I, yes. I have some of them friends on, on social media. I'm always thanking them. Yeah.
1: Oh, that is so cool. But I want to take just a minute and talk about your journey. This is powerful. Sure. So in high school, how yeah. you were introduced to that program. And so everybody doesn't have like an amazing father like you mm-hmm. did to mm-hmm. introduce mm-hmm. them to them. So kudos to you for STEM Media for yeah. doing that, for being that, filling that gap for them. Absolutely. But you getting that experience in high school, mm-hmm. then being fired up and reaching out, having the confidence to reach out to them, yeah. then continue that relationship, yeah. then getting paid. Then I just won't do no regular job because you, you, your eyes have been open. Okay. Yeah, love- and then pay for your graduate education. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. That is
1: so It's a awesome. lot
0: about the story circle that too, because the person who initially told me that there was an opportunity to have my graduate education paid for was someone who worked in the high school program when I first started. And so I just happened to run into them again out getting lunch, and they was like, "Hey, you know we have a program. You should apply for this. You can go forward and get your PhD." And I said, "Okay, why not?" Wow. And uh, again, just I think the lesson from that, Pamela, is, hey, of course, go after what you see, you know, you want. You know, right. after I had that experience, I could have just went on and say, "Hope I get another one." No, I was emailing right. And then the other Good thing is you. maintaining those relationships because you never know.
1: Relationships what's gonna happen telling, down the road. Yeah. I talked to Scott Kelly recently, and his whole thing is about connections. That's it. I mean, it matters. Yeah. And today we have an opportunity to be so connected with social media and, yes. and electronically. Mm-hmm. And so it's so important that we work those connections. Stay in touch. Yeah. And I think a lot of minorities oftentimes, though, are uncomfortable, you yes. know, reaching out and asking. Yes. Yes. Uh, honey, you need to ask. You need to ask. And especially yeah. women. Women even even more uncomfortable yeah. doing it. Yeah. But you have to. And I always say, I say, I get folks that I barely even know emailing me because we're mm-hmm. connecting on social media. Mm-hmm. And I got friends and family that won't, I didn't want to ask you. Ask me! Ask, right. they right here in proximity. Right. They already know you. Right. Yeah. I mean, my whole journey, it wasn't just for me. So I'm, I'm always happy to help people. So this is so exciting. Now we're getting right on track. Mm-hmm, STEM Media. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Talk to me why, about STEM Media.
0: Yes. STEM Media. Again, we are a ed tech platform and media company that provides content, community, and career development for people in STEM. Okay. Predominantly those who are young professionals. And in the Black BIPOC community, right? Okay. So that being said, it ties back to just, again, the knowledge of the fact that a lot of people get started, they express and pursue an interest in a STEM career, but for various reasons, lose the motivation, lose the support, you know, just kind of get to a place where they don't even feel like they have a sense of belonging, Mm. right? And that being said, STEM media provides that in a myriad of ways, both content and community wise. And that's what we're seeking to do. In various, various facets.
1: And that sense of belonging is really important. important. Uh, when you were talking about your two plus three and the relationship you had at yep. your um, yep. HBCU, my belonging was in the minority engineering program, what we used to call MEP. MEP, yeah. And so those were the folks who were, of course, this is Oklahoma, so we had Native mm-hmm. American mm-hmm. Uh Hispanic, Latinx, and then African-American students. So we would all congregate in there. And if we were worried about something or confused about something, it was a place where you felt understood. 100%. And so, obviously, I I had friends across the campus, but that was particularly my first couple of years at at OU. Mm -hmm. I would not have made it without that MEP. So tell me, how can— that So that sense of belonging sounds like STEM media can help people yes. get that sense of belonging, even if you're not on their campus. campus. Yes,
0: so. that's it. Because sometimes in your geographical area, it may be slim pickings, right? right. It's not really that many people you can go to. That being said... The fact that we have social media, as you mentioned earlier, mm-hmm. allows you to connect virtually. So we have one thing that's like a virtual summit every year, STEM Success Summit, okay. where we bring together about two to 3,000 individuals wow. in this community to just have a networking opportunity to go through workshops, to learn things, submit resumes for job postings, much like you would do with your career services office, Okay, but in this way that is actually targeted and focused on you. Um, And it's virtual or live? It's virtual. It's virtual. In fact, we're actually adding, we're looking to expand to more of a hybrid in-person experience of that. But the virtual component allows it not to be limited to just where you are, right? So we've had people across 50 plus countries that have even tuned in in this particular initiative. Yeah. So that's one of the ways. But what we do is we partner with universities who may lack, say, an MEP program or may lack the staff in their MEP program to provide programming on a regular basis. Maybe they have a few mock interviews, maybe there are a few overnight stays over the summer, whatever. But we're able to supplement it by our online courses that they can watch on demand about networking, like we okay. talked about earlier, sure. about sure. project management, about time management, right? And then we also have like things throughout the year, webinars throughout the year, cool things like our STEM poetry slam. Right, Uh where we bring on different talented individuals from school to express themselves creatively. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah, so this creates, again, that sense of belonging.
1: Well, and people people, also, people think engineers are boring. So if if they're on there doing some poetry about their STEM experience. (laughs)
0: You you don't know. You don't know. Some of us got some bars out here. We got lyrics out here. I love it. Yeah, (laughs) yeah.
1: That is fantastic. So have you all... Like connected with the folks at Nesby, because I would think that the Nesby chapters, and you know how they're also yeah. Nesby Juniors. I mean that they would find this an amazing resource. For sure,
0: for sure, we've partnered with actually a, a North Carolina State University student chapter okay. of Nesby for years in that poetry slam I was telling you about. Okay, um, but even on the national level, Nesby Ship Society, yeah, of Aces, yeah, yeah. Aces, yeah. These are organizations that we've done some work with. In fact, we are going to be looking to do some things with Ship this coming fall at their next national convention. Fantastic. And that being said, these are the things relationships for sure that we want because ultimately we're all on the same team right and we ultimately want to move the needle by increasing the representation of those of us who have been historically you know excluded
1: okay yeah well you know i mean you are a leader but you're also Mm -hmm. positioning yourself to attract federal funds mm-hmm, for mm-hmm, some of these mm-hmm. kind of, uh, yeah. yeah, so I would love to chat with you offline for about sure, that. that is, know, I was an NSF program officer for a couple of years. Those are opportunities yeah. that I know
0: that we want to take more advantage of.
1: Absolutely. You're addressing many of the things that they're concerned about, yeah. so it would be a, a match made in heaven. Yeah. You're engineer, mm-hmm. businessman, okay, <laughs> now you're a man about the media. Mm-hmm, now, mm-hmm. talk to us about
0: PBS
1: Oh, and an experience yes. you just had.
0: Yeah, yeah. So STEM media um, started ten years ago. I don't know if we mentioned that. Mm-hmm. And initially, it was more of like media production. Okay. And that's still a very big part of what we do: video production, media production for STEM organizations and STEM initiatives. Okay. PBS was a part of a lot of our childhood, right? Of when course, it comes Sesame to Street, Sesame Street, <laughs> Electric <laughs> Company, all yeah, of them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And I, when I grew up, um, Bill Nye the Science Guy was uh-huh, big over right? here, and that right. was really big, and so. Again, a platform that does a lot, um, not just in STEM education, but education in general. Well, now they're in the digital space, PBS Digital Studios, and they Mm -hmm. are also looking ways to expand their audience and new creative ways to educate and entertain or edutain. Really? Okay. And so we were able to get a recent contract with them to produce a, a series, a show called Why Am I Like This? Um,
1: Congratulations. Yeah,
0: thank you. Thank you. So that's, that's actually available. You can find it on there. So
1: tell us about Why Am I Like This? What, is, what yeah, is it Yeah, yeah.
0: So Why Am I Like This goes with not just the fact that, you know, being a human can be weird sometimes. We have mm-hmm. an tr- incredible host of the show. Her name is Dr. Tina Lassisi. She has an experience in biology, anthropology, um, evolutionary biology, all these type of areas mm-hmm. that allows her to really dive deep into You know, why do we have hair? Or how do we smell? Or why do I smell, right? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You know, why is my skin color like this, right? Melanin, things of that nature. So those are the things that we're going to be answering on that show. And again, it's just recently launched. So we invite people to go check it out.
1: Oh, for sure. Yeah. Oh, and what a great educational tool. And the term you use, edutainment. Edutainment. We have to educate folks differently today. So that's so exciting. Yeah. So now you've been in business for 10 years. You just said 10 years, that. years, yeah. What was it like, or what would you do differently, or mm-hmm. what would, would you wish you knew 10 years ago for those who may be wanting to get in, into business?
0: In the business. I'll, I'll say this, and this does apply to business or even those who are pursuing STEM. I think oftentimes we wait for, and I'm saying we, I'm using it loosely because I know not everyone, but a lot of people- you know, wait for permission.
1: Mm. Yeah. You better say
0: it. <laughs> wait for I permission. know where you're going. Right. Go on, to go Dr. after a. what you know is yours, what you know you have the ability to accomplish. Okay. And I'm gonna admit just right here on your podcast that like I was a little more timid at first. Mm-hmm. Right. There are times like, oh, I don't know if I want to put this out, or mm-hmm. maybe if I ask them, what if they say no, or whatever the case may be. And so very early on, I feel like the trajectory and the acceleration with which the building, the business grew, was stifled and slowed because mm-hmm. of that whole well, what if someone doesn't give me the permission? They didn't say that Mm -hmm. I can actually do this, so I don't really know, right? But when you wait on permission, all you're Mm. doing is delaying
1: you the goodness
0: that you can provide the world, right? I know you, you, that's right. right. But it's, there's just a lot of people yes. waiting on you to really step into that business, or step into that mm-hmm. career, or step into that calling, right? That sure. you have, and you don't have to wait on permission. Like the permission, I'm if there is anyone waiting listening, wait on permission. Here's your permission, okay? Right? You hear this that? Sign.
1: You heard <laughs> it from Doctor Nehemiah <laughs> Mabry. I'm gonna use your whole name, there your, your go. government Ooh, name, hey, okay? He just gave you permission. But that's so powerful because yeah. you're right. Yeah. So many people, they're waiting for, you know, well, is the time right? And I'm going to say mm-hmm. the time is never going it's to be never perfect. never going to be perfect. Yeah. N- there are always going to be things you have for to work sure. out. Yeah. Just do it. Yeah. What would be something that a person could do tomorrow if mm-hmm. they were interested in getting In business, or following, say in your footsteps, what are some small things they could do, say tomorrow?
0: You know, one of the things I like to do is place myself in a position of accountability. And not saying that everybody needs to know everything, Mm -hmm. but I think the moment you say to someone you can trust, "Hey, I'm doing this on this day," and you know that they're going to ask you, "Hey, what's up? You said you're going to file your incorporation papers. What's going on?"
1: So get an accountability, get an accountability party, right?
0: And put yourself in a position of accountability because we run from that. Sometimes we don't like that either, but no. We need that, right? Yes. We need people who want to see us win, ask us about the things that we said we we're going to do. Right. So that's what I think somebody can do even right now. Who do I have on my phone that I can say, hey, hold me accountable by this day? And then set some measurable goals, incorporating your business, getting that URL, setting up that website, okay. determining your pricing structure for whatever you're trying to offer. I love it. Right? Those are the things that people can do immediately just to get the ball rolling. So
1: you heard that? Get your accountability partner. Mm-hmm, I want to make mm-hmm, sure they heard it. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, get your URL. You can do that for a few dollars. A few dollars, yep. Okay. yep. And what was the third one? I, I was saying, like, you can incorporate your business, get okay. an LLC, okay. right, with Secretary of State of your state. And, the, and yeah. those are three things you can do. The first one costs you nothing. Nothing. The second one is change, change you know, under right. $20 or under. Right, right. And the other one, it, the last one, corporation, may take you, a little, cost you a little bit. A little bit, a little bit. But that's powerful. And those yeah. are tangible things. Tangible things. And let me just tell you how powerful what you just said about accountability partners. Mm-hmm. Do you know, people have been telling me for years. Oh, Pamela, you should do a podcast. You should do a podcast. Really? Yes. Okay. My dear friend that I see every year at the Women of Color and Technology Conference mm-hmm. and the Black Engineer of the Year, the beautiful Angela Stribling, Ooh. who is the voice of the quiet storm. Ooh. She said, you need a podcast. This past year, she said it again in February. And I said, you're going to be my accountability partner. She said, I go. sure am. And- this is how this happened, so yes. that's powerful. And yes. I don't even consider myself a procrastinator, right? But you, know, you, still need but to you that. get yeah. things; other things come up, other priorities. Mm-hmm. But I was like, God, Angela's going to be asking me about yes. this. Yes. But so that's powerful. So <laughs> I love that. That. Shout, Shout, Shout out Angela. Shout out Angela. You're the reason why I'm on the show right okay. now. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> She's so amazing. Yeah. Now, okay, so listen, how do we provide the resources needed so that others can get into STEM fields? I know you're doing a lot of that mm-hmm, with mm-hmm. STEM media. Yeah. But how might some of us who you know, may not have uh, the savvy platform like STEM Media. What are some of the things that we can do to encourage Yeah, folks in yeah, STEM? yeah.
0: And, and just for our answer, I would say that with STEM Media, we're looking ways to continue to provide resources on people who want to do entrepreneurship in STEM. Okay. Right. So definitely reach out. Go to STEMmedia.com. In our upcoming summit, we're going to look at ways that people who may want to get their degree in engineering or what have you work for a little while, but ultimately start their own firm. Okay. Or they start their own consultancy, right? So we want to make sure that people have pathways to that. Oh, fantastic. Um, but yeah, outside of that, there are a lot of resources. And I used to hear people say that online, but SVA.gov, Small so Business Administration, their job is to, this is a federal refunded your tax dollars are going
1: right. to Right, we paid for it.
0: Right, mm-hmm. to help people learn small businesses, right? How to start, how to seek funding, how to structure their business. And so most cities, most metro areas have at least one office, resource offices you can go to. So I definitely recommend that. I think podcasts are incredibly powerful too. And so if you put typed in entrepreneurship, wherever you're listening to this, right? Mm -hmm. You may find episodes on this podcast. And in addition to this podcast, you can find other podcasts that you can listen to, to A, get the inspiration and motivation to get it done. But B, you hear more and more of these jewels that are being dropped. Right. I listened to like tons of podcasts before I started my business. And it wow. just kind of like oh, riled that's me awesome. up. awesome. So, podcasts is the way to yeah. go. Um, when so,
1: it if somebody doesn't have time to sit down and read a whole book, to get hear you a whole book, podcast. get you a yeah. podcast. And Great then, idea. You know, even audiobooks, right? There's are some audiobooks right. online right.
0: that you can listen to. And so, I definitely recommend
1: that. And listen, I got to get be real here for just a minute. I'm so glad you said SBA. Yeah. Because a lot of times, come on now, yeah. we start businesses yeah. and they yeah. just raggedy. Like, come oh, on, folks. Oh, yeah. Right. <laughs> and we don't have to do that. Yeah. The knowledge is there. Yeah. And let me tell you, it was never so evident until the pandemic. Uh-huh, I uh-huh. said, my people, my folks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, I'm trying to help my friends get the EIDL grants. You yeah. know, this is money that's available. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I said, "Well, honey, where's your incorporation? Yeah, Paper. They're family, a lot of them family. Yeah, yeah, oh, I don't know. <laughs> I didn't know I was supposed to do that. Okay, so so okay, so let me sh- show me where your bank statements are.
0: Yeah.
1: Oh well, uh, no, mm-hmm, I don't. Mm-hmm, uh, I kind of mm-hmm. run it through the house.
0: Yeah." No. And we love you. We love you. That's yes, what I'm saying. Yes, I love you. I'm like, saying. You can and, just, just do it. Yeah. And
1: then that means you can't get access to some of these resources.
0: Exactly. Exactly. And it's not that hard once you have those things in place. Thank you for saying yeah. that.
1: Thank you. Because it really. And then there are things like the small business development centers yes, in yep. every community. Yep. A lot of them. Everybody went virtual during COVID. So these resources can be accessed remotely. Yeah, yeah. So I just want to encourage someone. When you start your business, you don't have to have everything. You won't have everything. Yeah. But use these resources so you can have it right and have yeah, it tight yeah, because yeah. you lose out on opportunities right when you don't.
0: right and you just said i mean just one more drill again i talked about getting incorporated after that just go open the bank account now you got you know the information open the bank account Thank for your you. business and put yes. your money in there that's for and your business keep it separate, keep it from, it from, the separate house. from your personal yes. stuff yeah
1: and i'm telling you that prevented me from helping yeah. like two or three family right. members get their aidal grants because they just want. so i'm like going forward can y'all please? Yes. Let's just do this, and I'm, I'm like, this is step.
0: This is the money is sitting there waiting on you. It, you just exactly. Do this thing. Yeah.
1: Exactly. So we saying this in total love, but yes. let, let's get it right and let's get it tight for sure. Now, how can listeners connect with you? And I know you help people tell their stories. Before we get to that part, tell me about the ideal person or company that would go to STEM Media for your services. Yeah, would be Thank the you. ideal customer. For ideal you.
0: customer. If you are in the business of attracting. Educating and retaining underrepresented STEM talent. We want to work with you. Okay. Um, This oftentimes includes universities who are trying to bring people into their schools and educate them so they're ready for the workforce. We can work with you. We can find ways to take your videos that may currently just be someone recorded on Zoom, and we can make it look more attractive. We can make it a part of your curriculum. And so now you have more engagement for those people that you're trying to prepare for the workforce. Wow. Okay. You can plug them into a community. Sure, you may have less than 5%, less than 2% of minority engineering students or science students on your campus. Mm-hmm. We'll plug them into STEM media and we can make sure that they don't drop out of your school because they don't feel like they are a part of it. But we can reaffirm them in the work that we're doing. And then in addition to that, if you're trying to attract them and hire them and recruit them for your corporation. That is what we allow you to do. So if you ever want to target certain hires and you're looking around your office and you're saying, man, we don't have enough people that reflect the diversity of the people we serve. We'll do a job posting on still media. Come and sponsor an event with us. Mm -hmm. Come and sponsor a evergreen series of videos that we can put out where we educate them about whatever your company does. But now because of your involvement and your demonstrated support of this community, now you're top of mind as a potential right. place that they can continue to thrive in their career. Wow! And so I would say universities and corporations that are in the business of attracting, engaging, recruiting and retaining, underrepresented, unrealized, I like to say.
1: I like that. STEM talent. Yeah, yeah. I like that a lot. That's powerful. I got somebody I'm gonna introduce you to okay, at okay. NC State. Yeah. Okay. We need you more than you need us. You, <laughs> I'm, I'm, you just don't even hear me. <laughs> I got. Seriously. You. Okay. So there's something you and I need to make sure we connect about Let's in do the, it. like in the next couple of days. Let's do okay? it. Okay. Yeah. Now, if our listeners want to connect with you, and I'm sure many do, this is just amazing what you're doing, mm-hmm. uh, Nate. How might they connect with you?
0: Good question. So uh, a number of ways. First, I'm just going to start off by saying STEMmedia.com slash connect. Okay. That has a number of links you can click on, whether you want to join our community, your individual in the STEM community, or if you want to go check out some content we've already done that's there, right? STEMmedia.com slash connect. If you already kind of have an idea of mine, you want to get right into conversations, uh, Nehemiah at STEMmedia.com. So my first name at STEMmedia.com is what I recommend. And then of, of course, you're, if you're still window shopping, perusing, follow us on all our social media platforms.
1: Fantastic! We are at
0: Still Media on Twitter, Instagram, and all the others. Okay. <laughs> awesome, awesome, Doctor Neat! Thank
1: you so much for thank what you. you're doing. I'm gonna say it one more time: <laughs> I am so proud of you. I ain't had nothing to do with your success. Yeah, listen, You yeah, exactly. did
0: more than your life. <laughs> Way, thank you for having this platform. Thank you for all you've done. And I mm-hmm. know that when you started, there were probably even fewer, right, that you could look mm-hmm. at and identify with than even me. So mm-hmm. if I know what's tough for me, I can only imagine what you pushed through to get to where you are. So thank you for paving the way. So thank oh. you for having me.
1: Thank you, Dr. Dean. Yeah. Sure well, thing. it has been a total pleasure to have you on today on the podcast. And I see great success for <laughs> STEM Media. Thank and you. Me. you remember you telling you and your dad's story. Yeah. We're going to get that on. We're, we're going to do we're that. Gonna we're going to tell that. Yeah, <laughs> we're going to get Get that pitched together. I'm telling you, yeah. and you got to give him his cut. Okay? I got him his cut.
0: He, he's not going to let me miss out on his cut.
1: <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah. So thanks again for joining me today and thanks for listening, everyone. Once again, to learn more about STEM Media, visit STEMmedia.com and be sure to check out Dr. Nee's podcast, the STEM Media podcast on any podcast app. I'm Dr. Pamela McCauley. It's been a pleasure and I look forward to next time. Thank you.